Hello and welcome to the Treehouse Letter. This is Melin Shatton, your host and producer, uh, where we are always learning with a bit of fun, uh, share true stories, essays, and letters. For today's podcast, we're going to cover Leonard Cohen, Roshi's poem, and the title is The Edgeless Sound and the Night Owl. The book falls open to Roshi's poem, though I had already read it. In my hurry up the stairs, I had thrust my bookmark in the wrong page. Whenever I hear the edgeless sound in the deep night, oh mother, I find you again. Whenever I stand beneath the light of the seamless sky, oh father, I bow my head. And that is the first two stanzas from Roshi's poem, translated by Leonard Cohen. I read these two and stop. (laughs) The edgeless sound from windows dark with night, just after four in the morning. Is it mocking me who does not sleep? (laughs) Turning the pages, I had read that and that, but Roshi's poem draws me back to it for the third and final stanza. The sun goes down, our shadows dissolve, the pine trees darken. Oh, darling, we must go home. Hoo, hoo, hoot, hoo, hoo, from the deep night. My fingers slide down the white page, edge with owl scratches of verse. Beautiful space, its softness. I turn to the poems, Old Friends, The Apparent Turbulence, The Indian Girl. And here is an excerpt. Who let you make love to her secretly before she died in a car accident? And when I went back to my wife, my young wife, the one who would never thaw, who would bear me children, who would hate me for one good reason or another all the days of my life, who would know a couple of my friends a little too well. And that is an excerpt from The Indian Girl by Leonard Cohen, 1980. Silence. The hooting stops. The pine trees darken outside the treehouse window. A dim Neapolitan dawn. Was she real, Cohen's Indian lover? Was the hooting real? Or, in my mind, we must go home. That's the end of the letter. Um, visit treehouseletter.com so you can see a photo of the Neapolitan Dawn, as well as Roshi's poem, and learn about the footnotes. Uh, often when I wake early, um, I read in the treehouse, and this hooting punctuated the reading of Roshi's poem. So when I stopped and began reading The Indian Girl, I was reminded of Edgar Allan Poe and the Raven perched above his chamber door. Was the call a portent of the not-so-distant future, the weekend, the year? I listened to the calls of common owls in the region, and this sound was that of the great horned owl. So in a photo on the site, I have a picture of the Poe Arch, and it is located in the Special Collections and Archives at West Point. The day after reading Roshi's poem and hearing this owl, I visited the memorial for the first time. And I attended West Point for four years, and I have been there so many times. I feel a connection to Edgar Allan Poe, 
The poet and I share the same birthday, 160 years apart, of course. Poe also attended West Point, though. He left, something many are not aware of. And Poe died not far from my childhood home. There's a fascinating inscription um, from his work, as well as his quote of Sir Francis Bacon, which I'll close with, though this is typically something you would read in the footnotes. There is no exquisite beauty without some strangeness in the proportion. And of course, the photo of the memorial arch, which I have been wanting to see for some time and is not available to the public. So definitely visit the letter if you get a chance. Um, and as always, thank you for listening.